Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Morgan Klein, full-time mom, personal trainer, co-founder, and COO of Burn Bootcamp. I'm here to bring you a strong dose of hot topics such as nutrition, fitness, self-help, style, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and so much more. I strive to inspire you to live your life with greater balance, vitality, and empowerment. So grab a mug and join me for a cup of coffee and kettlebells. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Kettlebells. Very excited to be introducing back to the podcast my husband Devin. So Devin is not only the founder and CEO of Burn Bootcamp, but he also has several other businesses including Burn Media Co., which is a marketing agency, Sweat Reset, which is all-inclusive wellness retreat in Costa Rica, and he also is growing a large personal brand. So Needless to say, he is very, very busy, and on top of that, he's a wonderful husband and an amazing father to our two children, Cameron and Maxwell. Today, we are going to be talking about work-life integration, right? And so Devin, if you've listened to any of his podcasts on the Devin Klein podcast, you know that he believes very strongly in, and we both do, this is definitely a philosophy that we share, but we believe very much in work-life integration versus a work-life balance. We get asked all the time how we juggle everything that we have going on in our life, how we manage it, and how we're able to balance, Mm because that's the question we always get. We're going to talk about how him and I have been able to integrate this philosophy in our life to make sure that we're the best parents that we want to be, to make sure that we are deepening our connection in our marriage, and still being able to be the leaders that we are for the several companies that we own. So, Devin, I'm going to let you first define what work-life integration is for our listeners. Thank you for that introduction, and uh, I'm super glad to be here for the second time on Coffee and Kettlebells. I can't believe how amazing this podcast, actually I can believe it because you're amazing and our team's amazing, but it's been such a joy for me to watch you inspiring and motivating so many people, especially women and other mothers, uh, to live life and maximize life at their highest level and to fulfill that potential. Mm -hmm. And I think that question, like how do we achieve work-life balance is one that I think is a little bit flawed because if you think about the nature of balancing, like think about a balance beam, right? Mm -hmm. And you have you know, uh, a 10 pound weight on one side and then you have a 12 pound weight on the other side. Well, you know, even though there's weight on both sides, you're not distributing that weight evenly. Ultimately, one side's going to suffer. And so what we kind of talked about and came up with uh, a philosophy long ago when we were 24 years old and and going strong at this business, kind of the do anything, dominate the world attitude, we said, okay, well, we're going to have a family and we don't want that to hit us, you know, and shock us when we have a family. So we decided to coin it work-life integration. Mm -hmm. And so that word balance, when you say it, I'm like, it's not quite balance, but Mm -hmm. that is the question that we get. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean to me? That means that, think about it this way, you have a bank account for everything that you care about in your life. Mm -hmm. And you constantly make deposits into each bank account when you're integrating. Like Mm -hmm. every day, there's a deposit into your family. There's a deposit into your relationships. There's a deposit into your business, into your faith, whatever your Mm -hmm. faith is, whatever your religion is. There's all types of accounts that we have. And our goal is to never let those accounts get in red. And I'm a business guy, so what red means is like getting negative. And if you're constantly pouring into just one bucket, like Let's just say we pour so much into the family bucket that our financial freedom suffers, yeah. or we pour so much into financial freedom that our uh, that our children's lives and, and our connectivity with our children suffers. Mm-hmm. Well, 
integration says that I'm constantly every day defining the bank accounts that I want to make deposits in mm-hmm. and I reverse engineer my day to make sure that every single day I create deposits in every account and, and never over depositing uh, in, in one account and yeah. allowing the other ones to go into the red. Yeah. And I think that you and I balance each other well when it comes to keeping each other accountable. Yeah, when for sure. we may be depositing too much in one account and we see the other one starting to get depleted, you have to have the self-awareness to know that. But I think it's also important to find a partner in your life that's going to hold you accountable to say, hey, like we need to go do this, this, and this because this is suffering. You know, you and I get the opportunity to work together. We get the opportunity to grow our businesses together. So I feel that we are very fortunate in that sense. But, you know, there are several couples out there that don't have that same dynamic where you and I have the same mission and we're moving in that same direction. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit how, you know, if you're not on the same path per se as your spouse or your partner, what are some things that you guys can do together to make sure that that work-life integration is happening? And what I mean more so on that is, let's say you had a different career. You know, let's say you and I had different jobs and different careers. How can we make sure that our work-life integration is still meshing together as two individuals being, you know, a partnership if I don't have like the same things to talk about as you well, do. We, at the we end actually of the day. were in that position, weren't yeah. we? Like we were in that position before we started Burn Bootcamp. You were working in the Kellogg Corporation, and I was just a personal trainer. We were split up all day long. Mm-hmm. And granted, we didn't have kids at this point or children right. at this point. But I think one thing is important is to have that dialogue about the emotions that you're feeling because mm-hmm. all of all of life and happiness comes back to love and connection. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that love and connection in your life, then you're gonna, your happiness is going to suffer. And, and what is life without happiness, right? Yeah. And so I believe strongly that if you are in, you know, separated all day long, that the stresses of those environments that inevitably come when you're a professional, you know, you have this kind of mentality and agreement amongst each other that when we are together, we're husband and wife Mm -hmm. and we need to talk about our emotions and make sure that we're talking about the frustrations that we've had at work or the, and the joys that we've had at work as well. But I think too many people get home and they want to go right into, you know, playing with the kids or right into cooking dinner or right into just the tasks of, of running a household. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times couples forget to take it. And it doesn't take long, just a couple minutes, even mm-hmm. 15 minutes to, to just connect and, and mm-hmm. decompress and, and let the other person know that. I'm here for you mm-hmm. and the things that you're going through in your profession and the things that I'm going through in my profession, we can connect over the emotions that both yeah. of those things bring. Yeah. Even though you were in food marketing yeah. in, in, in a company that I wasn't even preaching at the time, yeah. right? Like, and, yeah. and you didn't like preaching either. Yeah. And so that's why we made the change and, and, right. and aligned ourselves. But I think it's important to understand the concept that it's about the time. It's not about the time spent. It's how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. And that 15 minutes that we were able to just connect over those shared emotions that we were feeling in each of our lives mm-hmm. allowed us to create that deeper bond, that deeper love, that deeper connection, which ultimately benefited our relationship in the long run. Yeah. So I get questions a lot when we talk about integration. Like, did you try work-life balance? How do you make sure that you block time off for your family? Like, because again, everybody thinks that that's just, it has to be like one bucket or the other. Mm -hmm. So I feel that we've really taken integration into another level when we did start having Mm -hmm. children, right? Because we had to be more 
conscious about all those buckets that we had to deposit in. What do you think is the the number one tip you would give people that have this mindset of the balancing act, right? Mm -hmm. How do we get them to shift that to an integrative life? Passion. You got to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. If you're at work all day long and it's miserable and you know, you're not happy and you're bringing those emotions home constantly. And especially if both spouses aren't happy, it's really hard to be able to come together and create this concept of integration when you're not following your passion. Because when you're passionate about something, you're able to connect on on a deeper level and and Mm -hmm. you want to talk about it. And you actually, it's like the the have to versus want to. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, Devin, I get it. You're telling me to come home and connect with my spouse, but I'm so frustrated all day long. There's nothing I could really, she could really tell me that's going to make me any happier about the situation I'm in in my profession. Right. So many people are are there. And so here's the remedy to that. Look, I get that there's bills. Yeah. I get that there's school. I get that there's all these things that you're responsible for and, and that your profession is responsible for generating that income to, yeah. to live your a certain lifestyle. But what are you doing from the time your children go to bed mm-hmm. to the time that you go to bed? Yeah. You have a choice successful people will moonlight on the side. Look, we're in the age of the internet where literally anyone can go right now today and start a business online Mm -hmm. in their pajamas from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. every night, work three hours a day, build it up over time, continue to keep their the job that they ne- don't necessarily love or, mm-hmm. or a lot of times even, I hate to say the word, but they just hate their mm-hmm. job and moonlight on the side to the point where you can start to create that fin- financial freedom to give you some cushion. Yeah. That way you, can, you have the confidence to go in and say, look, boss, man, I love you. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to go follow my passion and your income yeah. doesn't have to go to zero yeah. right there. So I think a lot lot of the issues in that regard come from not following your passion mm-hmm. and literally talking yourself out of yeah. following your dream, dreams yeah. in fear of your finances going south. For sure. I mean, that was me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was me. I When when Burn Boot Camp started, I've shared this story several times, but you know, I was working in a job that I didn't like and mm-hmm. that was not fulfilling me. And there was days that, that that unhappiness carried over into our relationship, right? And then when I started doing Burn Boot Camp on the side, right, mm-hmm. waking up early in the morning mm-hmm. before work started and then on the weekends and at night, like you say, moonlighting on the side, that's where, you know, I started to have that mindset shift of, yes, this is fearful for me to make a big career change, but in order for me to be happy first and then everyone else around me to continue to be happy with my presence, I need to make a change. And so that is one of the biggest points that I wanted to talk about on this podcast is in order to truly have work-life integration, you have to be doing something that you that you are passionate about because otherwise it's going to be stressful and it's going to carry over and it's going to be you're most likely going to get home and you're going to unload that stress onto your children or your spouse and I mean I've been guilty of doing that right like just because I do love what I do there are days where I'm stressed out of course we're human beings we're human beings we are going to have that but if it's if it's over time, day after day after day, you aren't going to ever be able to be truly happy. Mm-hmm. So you have to take a look before you try to integrate your job with your home life. First, you have to make sure that this is the right place for you to be because work takes up so much of our time, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it's so much of our time. That's why it's not a problem for you and I to go home, shut it off for 90 minutes, and then pick it back up. So I got a couple more questions for you. So if you... Let's be honest, we can, you and I can sometimes find ourselves working a lot, 
right? And not that that is a bad thing because we're very passionate about it and it doesn't feel like work to us. But as parents, how are you self-aware enough to know if you're pouring into work too much and not balancing it properly with the rest of the obligations you have as a husband and a father? First and foremost, my priorities in my li- in my life are number one, my myself, my own person. Because mm-hmm. if it's not me, then how can I pour into you? How can I pour into my children? How can I pour into my business? So I'm number one. Yep. Number two is you. Yep. Because you are the mother of my children. You are the partner in my business. You are in our business. You are the <laughs> yin to my yang. You're the detail <laughs> to my vision. If you're, if you're not happy and you're not progressing and moving forward in your life, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. The third thing is my children. Yeah. And... Like I said, we refuse to have them go through what you and I both know that I went through. And then fourth is my business. So those are my top four motivators. And if I don't see happiness mm-hmm. in those four things, then I stop immediately what I'm doing and I go deposit right away into mm-hmm. those things. So for example, there's an hour and 15, hour and a half every single day where I intentionally put my stuff down mm-hmm. and I pour into my children. That time with them, to me, is so important to their development because I want them to know that they come first. And so if I do get on my phone, and it happens sometimes, and Cameron will come up to me, our daughter, and she'll tap me and say, yeah. Daddy. Yeah. And you know what I do? Yeah. You've seen it before. I'll like throw my phone away yeah. from me just to get it away. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But here's, here's another philosophy. There are people who work hard and who are miserable mm-hmm. whose children see that. Mm-hmm. They are going to associate hard work yeah. with misery. Yeah. Because they develop their first seven years of their life. I mean, that's science. That's a fact. The first seven years of their life, Mm -hmm. their brainwaves are in lower frequency, and that's when they develop all of their philosophies, concepts, and the way that the world works. Hmm. If I work hard, but I'm really, really happy, now my children associate working hard with happiness, which for me is a win for them in their first seven years of their life programming. So. That's the distinction. It's not just it's not just working a lot and taking away from your kids. Yeah. It's working a lot, but are you happy though? So then I'll put stuff down and uh, you know, we both do it every now and then, but for, for sure. the most part, ninety percent of the time, we put stuff down, we hang out with the kids, yeah. Uh, we try to play with our Cameron's like obsessed with watching YouTube and everything, obviously, because <laughs> technology is is what it is for kids these days and and uh, so we try to connect with her over that because it's her interest, right? Yeah. Like that's what she likes to do. So I yeah. try, you know, try to find a cool video and you know, talk about the shapes and talk about yeah, you know, I or I write I write about it and stop starting over, obviously. Yeah. You were the first person to ever read yeah. that book. And I just talk about this this misconception that parents have with technology. It's not that technology is ruining our children. It's just that the way you're monitoring their use of the technology yeah. is ruining some children's yeah. perspective. So for me, that's the philosophy. And for example, you texted me, brought the kids into the office, right? Yeah. I'm in the middle of a very important email when you did that. Very yeah. important. As soon as you texted me, I closed my computer and I just got a little bit excited because I yeah. knew the kids were going to come in and see me. So I waited for them and I always make it a point when I see them first thing to pick them up. Yeah. And I promised them every night in my affirmations and I kind of get emotional when I talk about it, but I promise them every single night that I say, baby girl, baby boy, no matter what daddy does, I'm always going to pick you up. Mm-hmm. I say when I can't do it physically anymore because you guys are too freaking big and I'm too old, I'm going to emotionally pick you up and I'm going to mentally pick you up. And that's my job as a parent. Yeah. And I think largely that's my job as an as a entrepreneur and a leader is, is to pick them up. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. Um, and, and 
for me. That's very, very, very important to me. Yeah. Well, and I feel like part of parenting is teaching your kids valuable lessons. It's not just playing games with them, mm-hmm. right? Like you're, you're, even though you're working, that that is also teaching them a lesson, oh, yeah. and it's it's a, another way of parenting them, mm-hmm. right? And just to just to say on this podcast, we spend more than an hour and fifteen minutes with our kids a day. The weekends are also very protective of our yes, family time. If if you're not traveling, like. We make sure to, you know, spend a lot of time on the weekends yes. just pouring into them. And, of course, as our children grow older and they may have needs to spend a little bit more time with us, yes. we'll ju- we'll adjust, Life right? Life shifts, right? Like, Life yeah, shifts. The, I didn't mean so, to say that. That's so, my Monday through Friday. Like, that's my Monday. Yeah. And then, and, and then and Saturday, our, Sunday, it's morning time. You do some things. You get it done. Right. H- and this is our kids then, right now at almost one years old and almost three. So as they grow and as they have more demands on us as parents to be at different sporting events Uh or games or practices or school things, you and I will shift. And that's the beauty of life is that you get to design it, right? You Mm -hmm. get to design it the way that it works for you Mm -hmm. and and you get to integrate both of those things into your life. So Absolutely. And I also will never be the parent that misses anything for the first time. Mm-hmm. My daughter's first soccer practice. I would cancel a weekend trip speaking on stage in front of 5,000 people and being paid $10,000 to do so to show up for that soccer practice because I'm always going to show up for them. Yeah. And I always want them to show up for and be that person that will show up for the people in their life. So mm-hmm. I got to practice what I preach. And yeah, I do travel a lot on the weekends. And so do you. Thank you so much yeah. for joining me today. Is there anything else that you feel... Uh, any last messages that you want to leave our listeners on on work-life integration and really just how to take those first steps maybe? Yeah, I would love to leave everyone with a piece of advice. I talk to people, thousands of people on my Instagram mm-hmm. every week that mm-hmm. DM me and they say, Devin, help me. No matter how many strategies, how much planning, no matter how much you think about what we just talked about, go take massive action Mm-hmm. towards the things that you desire most in your life. Wake up with a burning desire to go after them. If you don't have that fire, then you need to f- figure out what you're passionate about because you're not passionate. Yeah. Go figure it out and keep changing your approach and keep trying new things. But if you're going to sit here and say, I'm going to change my life, go do stuff. Yeah. Go do yeah. it. Stop planning. Mm-hmm. Go do stuff. Yeah. And take massive action, like massive you say all the time. action. So, okay, before we wrap up, I have a couple questions that I ask all of my guests. So, <laughs> Is this like a fire round or something? A what little bit, okay, yes. Okay, cool. It's three questions. So I got to stay short. Yes. Okay. So uh, number one is, what do you do to stay energized throughout the week? Work out. Okay. Doesn't have to be that quick. Oh, okay. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> um, I, I get up early, ignite my physiology, and right after I ignite my physiology through a fast sprint, yep. I will then uh, take 10 minutes to focus on my gratitude. And we had a lot going on in the old brain every now and then. It's nice to just feel yourself sink into the couch for 10 minutes. That gives me a, a ton of energy and uh, staying on point on your diet. Hydrate your body, at least half your body weight in ounces of water, yep. and take Shackley Vitalizer every single day. Cool. Number two, Yes. what do you do every day that's just for you outside of working out? What do I do every day that's just for me? For my own fulfillment? Or just, However you just, want to answer okay, it. Okay. Um, the answer is everything. I would not do anything if it wasn't for me. But it's not for me. I'm doing the actions, but it's so that I can take what I do and push it through me. Hmm. So Never everything, heard an answer like that. everything that I do is for me. Okay. Everything. I'm extremely selfish selfless person. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I do everything for me so I have the energy to do for you, for my business, 
for my employees, for my franchise partners, for the people I get on stage and speak to, for the people I write my books for, for the right. people that listen to my podcast, yeah. for my trainers that look up to me as, as, as a mentor. All of the everything I do is for me, through me. Last question. What is your number one tip for someone who is trying to develop a healthier lifestyle? Figure out how to fix your relationship and your perception of food. Figure out why you have a bad relationship with food Figure out why you think that you need Mm -hmm. this carb or this sugar and fix that relationship because the calories are nothing more than a unit of energy. Mm -hmm. That's it. Calorie is gasoline for the body. If you put diesel in a Lamborghini, that thing's going to go 15 miles an hour. Yeah. You put premium fuel in a Lamborghini, it's going to go 120. Figure out your relationship with food. Unlock your potential inside you. Our burn nutrition tagline is fuel your potential. Yeah, fuel your body. Okay, Devin, if people want to see and hear more, where can they find you? Instagram is the place where I hang out most. Uh, The DK Podcast is basically an expanded version of my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a Facebook page literally anywhere on the internet but uh my favorite my favorite place is is definitely instagram also you can go to youtube and you can look up some workouts if you know you're running you're busy and you're you know kind of running short on time yeah Yeah. we got some workouts up there i got some workouts you got some work yeah so we're trying to we're trying to provide access we're trying to make it so easy for people to live a mindful life uh, to live a healthy life with their body Mm -hmm. mentally physically emotionally to to grow their business to just take life to the next level. like All right, so Instagram at Devin.Klein. Okay, thank you so much, oh, yeah. babe. And DM me if you guys need any help. Seriously, we, yeah. we answer everything. You do. Mm-hmm. We I watch him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you, babe. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Love you too. All right, bye, guys. Peace. Thank you so much for sipping on a cup of coffee and kettlebells with me today. To get your daily dose, be sure to like our Facebook page at Coffee and Kettlebells and follow me on Instagram at Morgan.A.Klein. If you have any questions you'd like answered at the end of my next podcast or have any suggestions for guests that you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to me at coffeeandkettlebells at burnbootcamp.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the iTunes store and be sure to share with your friends. Thanks again, and I hope you join me next time for a refill of coffee and kettlebells. Coffee and kettlebells.